0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night, depending on the time you tune in in my podcast. I'm y'all's Von Williams, and it's, it's family in love. Welcome back, Mr. Williams. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been so long. Um, I apologize. Excuse me, I clear my throat. <clears> throat> I'd like to apologize for leaving y'all without another dope podcast to listen to, listen to, listen to, listen to. Listen to. Anyway, uh, I had a few personal matters that I need to straighten up. Uh, y'all remember the little cottage that I had that I always flooded and I was suing the landlord? Well, I'm gonna let you guys know one thing. I lost the case, baby. Man, they murdered me in court. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty much like, well, what'd you expect? Man, yeah, this, this place is... Uh, very small place that you was trying to buy in Nashville for the cheap. You wanted these people to do repairs to it. It was a rent to own situation and you didn't want to own up to your part of the deal that you was trying to, uh, make this cottage a home when it should have been a dilapidated building for recovering drug addicts. Um, so that was that, man. I really thought I was going to win, but I did. And, uh, you know i find it interesting that while i was away that uh, you know i had to go not really like on some quest or some shit like that but i had to look through my life because man i'm turning 40 uh this month and uh nobody wants to be the old n-word in the club you know i'm that type of cat where you know i'll be cool in a nice lounge drinking drinks but i noticed like there was this there wasn't an ease in my life you know i felt like really tense about some things so i had to go back through my past and you know i had to do a little bit of therapy had to do some shadow work and uh through all that i realized that i don't only have one daughter i have two i would like to introduce y'all to my middle child raven not knocking Xavier out of the middle child spot, but now it's Camille, it's Raven, it's Xavier, and then it's the wild rooster. So uh yeah, I missed a four for four. I was I was slinging this pickle back in the in the double O's, the triple O's. I was just a, a wild stallion who, who was soiling, what is it? He? He's going to soil his royal oats sorry. so I had to sow my royal oats. So the one thing I can say about my offspring, they have amazing genetics. I mean, they all look like different variations of me and I'm not gonna say I'm proud of that, but damn it, I'm proud of that. I have strong genetics. And, uh, Raven, welcome to the flock, sweetie. We're glad to have you. Uh, We may be an odd bunch, but know that we do everything out of love and respect and admiration for each other. And just know that as long as you uh, just be yourself, we're gonna love you and accept you for who you are. So yeah. Uh, what else was I doing while I was out here with my stankin' ass? Not not back when I'm conceiving children uh, <laughs> a short time apart. I'm talking about more recently. Uh, let's see, in the past three months, I've been on 42 dates. I remember the number not because Jackie Robinson, rest in peace Jack with Bozeman, but just because, man if you spend $100 on one date and you went on 42 dates just a quick math that is $4200 that I spent tricking so if you want to know about my celibacy if it's still intact stay tuned I'm going to go ahead and say this uh Camille, Raven, Shirley Faye, y'all might not want to listen to that episode, because it's a nasty one, and some of my fans, they they like that nasty shit, I'm sorry, I gotta give them content, uh, just real quick, like I was I was at a fair, you know, a little carnival, you know, eating my little snacks, riding my ride, and then a woman caught my eye, and I'll tell you that story later on in the season, not this episode, stay tuned to see what happened with me and uh, this woman who I met at the carnival. Um, Other than that, interesting dates, interesting dates. Uh, (laughs) I can tell y'all about the crier, Uh, the woman who was crying uncontrollably. And you know, because I told her the date wasn't going so well and she was very insecure and I was trying to help her be more secure as the date went on. And then I had to kind of sneak out the back door. And, uh, yeah, I left. Let's see. Um. Ooh, I got a good one. What do you call a woman who's old enough to be a cougar, but she dates older guys? Baby, you call that a bobcat. And I think I snatched one. I think I snatched a bobcat out the tree, y'all. Um, we're going to talk about all this stuff later. I'm just, um. just catching up with y'all. And as always, like the commercial at the beginning of the show, I want to let y'all know I'm still rocking with Lady J, you know, Julia Mims of uh, Needed Relief uh, Massage Studios. She's been good to me, man. While I went on this hiatus, uh, she still made sure that, you know, I was straight. And, you know, not just with my physical health, my mental health as well. It's, it's good to have friends like that in your corner. You know what I mean? When you kind of going through something like, People who's not going to judge you. So if I was going to name this episode anything, I would name it, uh, what it was. You know what? We'll go ahead and go with the show that Chris Rock just did. We're going to call this episode Selective Outrage. I'm kind of rusty. How did I used to do this? Oh, yeah. Today, I'm feeling in Selective Outrage. All right. So, anyway, um, things are kind of, you know, as I just admitted to, or I just found out, or I just took responsibility for, I have four children by four different women. So, those are four women who had the choice to, you know, in my lifetime, to abort the child or have the child. I've always been... Pro-choice, leaning more towards pro-life, but I understood, you know what I mean? Now, like, it's just weird. I was talking to a friend. No, it's not AR-23. I got other friends. You know, that's my bestie. What's up, girl? Uh, Nah. And she was telling me about a family member having a difficult situation. Uh, You know, just being young and dumb and having fun. She, uh, She got knocked up. And she was like, look, this is not the dude I wanna be with. You know, I got things I need to do in my life, I things I need to handle. And uh, she couldn't get an abortion in the state that she lives in. And then like the state next to her is like you can't get an abortion after six weeks. And I'm like, well damn, isn't that about the time when most women find out that they're pregnant? Like about about, you know, you missed that period. You're like, oh shit, something's wrong. Uh, Kyvon Williams got me again. Or who, whoever is banging you, probably me. I got a pretty high body count. It's a chance. But uh, it's like you you don't have enough time to really respond and wrap your head around a life-changing decision. You know what I mean? Like, some women, you know, they can just terminate the pregnancy like it's nothing. Like I told y'all on the episode of uh, Baseball Teams and Graveyards, I mean... She had as many abortions as I actually had children. And she's, she's cool with that. You know what I mean? She, she wears that with a badge of honor. Is that something I would flop my freak flag about? Man, I'm not a woman, so I can't say it. But I, I would probably have a little bit of shame in that. Like, I mean, I think it's going to sound fucking horrible, but look at your kids. If you got two or more kids, come on, man. Would you keep all of them? If, if, you, if you really... Come on, man. Like, would, would you really keep all of them? Look, don't don't listen to this shit while your kids are around. they might be looking at you like, which one would you keep, mom? Which one would you keep? But uh that's your choice. But that choice has been taken away. And... Uh, you know, you gotta women gotta travel across like a whole bunch of state lines and shit to get the the medical procedure that they choose is right for their life. You know what I mean? Um, as a man, do I really need to have a say so on abortion? Man, if it don't affect me directly, I mean, let the women do what they do. And here's the gray area that nobody wants to talk about: if it affects you directly, like let's say, God, crossing my fingers if I met a woman now at damn near 40 and you know, cause I've got through birth control it, it wasn't like I was just, and I got through condoms it wasn't like I'm just out here just raw dogging women, like shit, sometimes condoms break, sometimes birth control is not 100% effective it's not like I was just going willy nilly, but I was but I wasn't just raw, anyway if um if I was with a woman now and she got pregnant and she didn't tell me she got pregnant and she had that procedure and she never told me it was cool or she told me some years later like well we wasn't in a good space so I decided to terminate the pregnancy I didn't know if it was really about what you said whatever whatever cool all right cool what's done It's done but if you're a woman and you're showing a guy like ultrasound pictures and you kind of hanging it over his head like, well, you know, maybe we have a baby, maybe we should. And then you terminate it. I think that's pretty fucked up. I think at that point, if you show the father of your child, the child that y'all conceived together, I think he should get some right of that child. Like, okay, well, is she healthy enough to have this baby? It's not going to kill her? Cool, okay. Uh, how about, you know, she has the baby I take care of all the expenses and she don't got to see me anymore. Instead of aborting the baby, let me abort her out of my life and let me take care of this child because I always wanted to be a dad. Because there's a lot of cases where the shoe's on the other foot and the guy's not ready to be a father, but the mom's like, well, I'm not going to have an abortion. You need to figure shit out. But what they're doing now, where they're making it like abortion is pretty much legal in like all these states, that's gonna do, for one, that, that's very oppressive and fucked up, but that's gonna cause a lot of, uh, a lot of domestic disputes, I would think, because it's like, there's no plan B, there's no abortions, just, man, just be responsible out there is all I'm saying. It, it It's not the fun world that it used to be when I was a young pup, you know what I mean? So that's one thing uh, for selective outrage. The other thing is uh, and and this happened like a few weeks ago and I'm not trying to make light of the situation but like uh, in Nashville that was a shooting, right? Like this woman who wanted to be identified as a a trans man she went to this elementary school and she killed six people. There was three adults that was in their 60s and there was like three nine year old babies and no matter how you feel about the police, it's a stressful job. Like, it's it's dickheads in every field. You know what I mean? You could be working at the office cubicle, and that asshole Christopher is just a fucking dick with high energy that don't know how to sit down and shut the fuck up. But he's there. So you kind of deal with him because he's there. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, like, with police... It's like, you got some amazing cops and you got some some fucking dickheads just doing all sorts of shit, breaking laws. But the officer who killed this active shooter, they tried to give him a hard time. They was like, oh, well, you killed this trans man who used to be a woman, but y'all don't kill the white guys who shoot up places. I'm going to say this, and again, I guess selective outrage, I'm glad that cop killed her. <clears throat> I'm, I'm so, and I know it's not a blood. Here, let me take a sip of my drink. My throat's getting Excuse me. Uh, but nah, because like two weeks later, and I was telling people this, I was like, well, Kyle, how do you feel about it? You know, what are your thoughts? I wouldn't have any comment, you know. I had an associate who has a friend that was actually friends with the trans person that shot up the elementary school. So they would ask me in like group conversations how I felt about it. You know, I was like, I'm glad that that officer killed her. And I would buy him lunch. If I seen him, I would buy him a dozen donuts. I'd buy him a steak dinner. Sir, job well fucking done. So, and I was like, but here's the thing. Everybody's talking about this stuff. In about two weeks, there's going to be another shooting somewhere. And the crazy thing was, it happened in Louisville two weeks later. And the thing that bothers me about these shooters is like how they get this certain sort of narrative about them. Like the the guy who shot up the bank in Louisville. Oh, well, he was just a frustrated employee, he was a good guy, but, you know, we all are good guys and have bad days. I've never had a day that was so bad where I just wanted to kill a whole bunch of innocent people. That's bullshit. That, that's lack of accountability. That a lot of people, a lot of people don't have that sort of protection, but certain people do have those protections. And it makes me sick, you know? I, I just, I being someone who battles with mental health issues and having family members who battle with mental health issues, man? Some days you win, some days you lose. That's just what it is. But also, let's not forget, there's just some sick motherfuckers in the world. There's just some bad people who want to do bad things just because they got that darkness in them. And, you know, I'm not even gonna say they failed in love. But somebody maybe failed in loving them, and now they're angry, you know, or now they, you know, they want to take out their frustration on innocent people. Those people who got murdered were just doing errands. Those babies that got murdered were just going to school. Those other adults who worked in the school got murdered doing their job. Just, just marinate on that for a second, and I'm gonna take us to commercial. Are you in need of an intuitive massage? Well, don't leave it to those social media experts who really claim to be massage therapists, but they're perverts. Go to the professional. Go to Julia Mims, licensed massage therapist with almost two decades of experience. Located at 394 West Main Street, Unit B1 in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Not only is she a massage therapist, she's the owner. So book your appointment today at 615-479-9768. Or go on her website at www.neededreliefmassagestudio.com today. Mention my name in this ad, Kai Vaughn-Williams, with code 420, and she'll give you 10% off your massage today. And trust me, one day, I was stretching. I heard something pop. I called Julia up. She said, Kai, come in here. She did boom, boom, pop. Next thing I know, I did a backflip. <laughs> so yeah, if you need some relief, get some needed relief from Julia Mims. I am back. Lady J look. I know I owe you a new commercial. Uh, just continue to be patient with me and I'll get you on as soon as possible with even snazzier music. And you know what? I'm, I'm gonna see you this week. I'm gonna see you uh, before I leave. Oh yeah, y'all. I'm uh, for for my 40th birthday, I am taking my stinking ass to St. Croix to be on the beach, have a couple of drinks smoke some smoke, but I have aerophobia like it is nobody's business. Before I get on that plane, I get myself a pint of cognac. Take it to the face! I have uh, two pre-rolled um, and, you know, I'm, I'm a sativa smoker. Nope. Indica all the way. <laughs> I don't want to feel nothing because I'm so afraid that plane is going to crash and become a fiery ball of death with people screaming and yelling and I don't know, man. I don't fuck with planes, I think booty spiders. I just, I can't do it. But yeah, but Lady J, I am gonna see you cause my body is tight. I need to be loose as a noodle before I go on that island and win the limbo contest. But uh, back to what we was talking about. Man, I've been on a lot of dates. Cause I'm trying to switch gears here. Uh, you know, we were just talking about that selective outrage. Um, I went on, like I said, 42 dates. Uh, some were horrible. Some were okay. Uh, I, I went on a date with one woman in particular nine times. And there was just nothing there. Like, nice, she... She wasn't a bad woman. She was very attractive, very intelligent, uh, career oriented, but at a certain age, uh, I think men and women both know this. You know if somebody's your person or they're not. You know what I mean? Like she's somebody's wife, but she wouldn't be my wife. And uh, you know, people always talk about, oh, dating in your thirties, there's pee in the pool dating in your 30s, blah, blah, blah. And you hear all these like bullshit podcasts putting men up against women. It it bothers me. I think when you have that sort of mindset, you're never going to find happiness. I think you're in in your potential mate. There are certain boxes you look for. But sometimes you got to think outside the box and you might find something amazing. You know, um, we all know i have a type uh, chocolate short pretty smile kind of feisty intelligent uh, goal-oriented um big on family a sense of humor you know what i mean like there's a lot of boxes but if she doesn't check every box it may be something that i didn't even notice and forgive me uh you know since i moved out of the cottage i'm living in, like this little corporate sort of apartment and all hours of the night, there's like cars that drag race, they do not respect the noise workings. But anyway, um, if you listen closely, you can hear it in the background. But yeah, but anyway, um, you know those podcasts, those those division podcasts like, oh, uh, well, what does she bring to the table? He gotta be six feet tall. His, his, uh, his wee wee gotta be this big. Her hoo-ha gotta be tight. You know what? They got surgeries for those things. And who wants to deal with somebody who got plastic all in body? I'm gonna tell you something. I was with a woman who had a fake booty. Not recently. I'm talking about like years ago. Like, when they didn't really master the BBLs. This is kind of like a BBL question mark. And that's what it felt like. Like it felt like I was banging my front door. And I don't know if you remember what it was like because you kids nowadays are just so doggone fast. Back in my day, we used to clothes burn. We didn't even get the hunts for real. We just, just about to start a fire with all that friction we was rubbing up on something. You know, just wanting that that, that body where we could just kind of squeeze off a little bit in our jeans. (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> but anyway, it's like, um, yeah. Just, it, 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 it's a different time. You know what I mean? It's really a different time right now. But like, the, the most complicated thing about dating is having somebody take off their mask without you ever putting yours on. You know, like, You can listen to all these little podcast experts. They'll say, you know, this is what they're looking for. That's what they're looking for. This is what they need. That's what they need. Take it from me. Take it from a man who has failed in love multiple times. All you really need to have is like an open mind. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about that freaky weird shit that your granny used to do in the basement with Mr. Charles. I'm talking about be open to... Getting outside of your comfort zone and trying something different. Baby steps, baby steps, you know, nothing big, nothing big, but give that a try. You know, I think a lot of people focus on finance. But let me tell you something, young buckaroo. You're an adult. (laughs) You're supposed to pay all your own bills. You're supposed to have money set aside for recreation. You're supposed to have money set aside for. You're supposed to, you know, live your life to the fullest. You don't need a partner for that. So in a lot of these podcasts, you, you got people talking about what they're looking for in a partner, and they don't even have it themselves. And one thing I could tell you about, what, for, for the past four years, outside of some, a couple of brief situationships, I've been single for like three years, three months. Like my little situationships, last a little bit of time, but not really a long time. But I noticed while they were me and I were with them, like it wasn't so much about the finances because you kind of want to do stuff. Like either you're going to do stuff by yourself or you're going to do stuff with the person you're with. So I think a lot of times people put the cart before the horse. They, they try to have the whole picture instead of realizing this piece goes here. This piece doesn't fit, let's get rid of that. This piece here is kind of you know, kind of jaded. <laughs> let's hide that piece. But the thing about incomplete puzzles, they never let you see the whole picture. So just when when you date, make sure you're aware of who you are and what you're looking for. And don't don't listen to these so-called experts, man. Like Don't listen to the overly aggressive guys. Don't listen to the super submissive women on these podcasts. Like they're they're just trying to sell you an idea. And like, to me, remember how, if you knew your grandparents, some of us do, some of us don't, but your grandparents that be celebrating like their 60th year anniversary, that shit took work. You think those times pop pop didn't want to leave me mom? You, you think you know Granny wasn't talk to Granddaddy shit? Nah, man. But they worked it out. But they worked it out in private. They wasn't running to tell their mom or their dad or their sister or their best friend or whoever all their business. They sat down with a man and a woman and like, look, I know I'm not perfect, but I'm willing to try, and I'm gonna try as hard as I can. But why'd you do the shit, Cletus? Because sometimes I feel empty. And sometimes I feel that hole with women. And I'm not saying you're not a good woman. And I'm not saying when I'm with you, I don't feel amazing. I'm just saying sometimes I do dumb shit and I fuck other women. But every Friday you get in this check. I'm always going to be with our kids. I'm always going to be with you. But sometimes I just got to. I got to be a dog and run the streets. And your meanwhile, she either took that or your granny took that and was like, all right, cool. I was just like, nah, fuck that. Or, I hate to say it, maybe, maybe your granny was selling a little bit of booty because granddaddy got laid off and now he was drinking, you know, because he couldn't handle it. I don't, I don't know what the situation is. And these are extreme cases. But what I'm saying is, I think the biggest thing that people need to understand when they're dating, is take off the mask, don't ever put the mask on, just be who you are, and I think you'll find the person that's right for you. And uh, you, you don't have to fake with them, you don't have to pretend, you get to share that space with them, and you get to grow with them, and I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, a lot of my friends, uh, <laughs> I'm at the age where most of us have either gotten our first divorce, are we approaching about 15 years of marriage? Now, there's cats who's married for 15 years, and they look miserable. I know some cats has been married for 15 years, and they still look like they 30 because they're being loved right. I know some guys who's like, man, I'll never get married again. Me, personally, when I was married, I felt like a superhero. I felt like I could do anything. I could protect my family. I felt like I was respected of the family members and the community i felt like we were doing great things i felt like we was a partnership so with this whole selective outrage that i was talking about in this episode is uh you know i'm a little bit rusty so i'm kind of all over the place but uh i guess the the whole world or the whole pinpoint of this podcast is live every day living without regrets love somebody love yourself because all this shit could be over in an instant it doesn't have to be a plane crash with big booty spiders on aboard it doesn't have to be a mass shooting with psychos just gunning the place down it could be cancer it could be heart disease it could be a car wreck it could be you know anything so don't be like me don't be feeling in love be trying to love. Be doing in love. And that's all I got. And uh, thanks for listening to my podcast. And if you always put God first, you never be last. Peace.